Let our praise be your welcome. Let our song be sung. We are here for you. We are here for you. Let your breath come from heaven. Fill our hearts with your life. We are here for you. We are here for you. To you our hearts are open, nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. You alone are holy, only you are worthy. God, let your fire fall down. Let our shout be your anthem. Your renown fill the sky. We are here for you. We are here for you. Let your word move in power. Let what's dead come to life. We are here for you. We are here for you. To you our hearts are open. Nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. You alone are holy. Only you are worthy. God, let your fire fall down. Let your fire fall down. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love. Be welcome in this place. Let every heart adore. Let every soul awake. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. So I was wondering if anybody had any testimonies they wanted to share, because I thought the theme for this Sunday, and I think it was the same as last Sunday, was praise, and one way to praise is by sharing testimonies, and then also we have a response to hearing what God's doing in other people, and um, 
from knowing what God's doing in our lives, we have a response to that, which is praise. So, if it, does anybody have any testimonies or something that they want to share from this week or the last few weeks? Last year? Okay. <laughs> You're going to hold on to yours. Anybody else? Nobody has a specific testimony that they want to share. We could even just like Rika was doing, just thank God for what he's doing. Even if we're not like seeing the end of something right now, just for what he keeps doing in our lives. If we, Let's just do that now. Just keep, um, just thank him and praise him for what he's doing. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in our lives um, and that we can come and worship you together and share what that is, even if we can't um, use words specifically to share a story of what you're doing, but that we can join our words together um, and together make praise for what you're doing.
finished up my summer job this week. <coughs> had my last day yesterday, and looking back, I had so much favor in that job. Like all the leadership, just re right off the hop, just took me under all their wings, treated me so well, and like it's kind of a rough work situation, but it's still like it was amazing how well it worked. So thank you, God, for that. I learned so much. Awesome. Any last call testimony shares? <laughs> yes. If everybody wants to come sit on this side because there's nobody here, come join us. Yeah. yeah. Each other. <laughs> I think there's some old friends who are back. Good morning again, everybody. If everybody can sit, <laughs> it's almost like we'll restart. We already had some testimony shares, shared, testimonies shared. If anybody else has anything else that they want to share from what happened with them this week or in the past few weeks, um, we can use a mic now. But any testimonies, last minute ones? Last call for testimonies. Takers. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna go back into the song. You stood outside my grave. With tears still on your face I heard you say my name My night was turned to day You came 
You came, you came, yeah, you came. I knew that you would come. You came, yeah, you came, you came. I knew that you would come. 
you turned into wine. Open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. None like you. Into the darkness you shine. And out of the ashes we rise. There's no one like you. There's none like you. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God. Oh, water you turn into wine. Open eyes of the blind, there's no one like you, none like you, into the darkness you shine, and out of the ashes we rise, there's no one like you, none like God is greater, our God is stronger, God you are higher than any other, our God is healer, our son in power, our God, our God, our God is greater, our God is stronger, God you are higher than any other, our God is healer. God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? If our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? And if our God is for us, and who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand again?
I got it. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? What could stand against? Or just a word from the Lord, something that anyone feels like that God has on their heart. Um, or just ask God for something. I just really like how we're all coming together here right now. Like I, I just declare and acknowledge that there's such a unity today. Um, as we're coming together as a family, we're close. Um, I feel so comfortable just talking. And I'm usually never comfortable talking. I just like singing. But this is I love this. I love how we're together here. strength and song highest praise to him belongs Christ the Lord the conquering king your name we raise your triumph sing oh praise the Lord our mighty warrior praise the Lord the glorious one it's by his hand
bound. Hosts of heaven crying out, oh glory, glory to the King. You reign for all eternity. No oh, praise the Lord, Almighty Warrior. Praise the Lord, the glorious one. By His hand we stand in victory. By His name we've overcome. No oh, praise the Lord, Almighty Warrior. Praise the Lord, the glorious one. By His hand we stand in victory. By His name we've overcome. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. The Lord shall reign. Never the Lord shall reign forever and 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 never the Lord shall reign
Atmosphere is changing now. The spirit of the Lord is here. The 
evidence is all around that the Spirit of the Lord is here, overflow in this place, fill our hearts with your love, your love surrounds us, you're the to encounter your love, your love surrounds us. The atmosphere is changing now. Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. That the Spirit of the Lord is here. Overflow in this place. Fill our hearts with your love. Your love surrender. Encounter your love, your love surrounds us. Overflow in this place, fill our hearts with your love, your love surrounds us. You're the reason we came to encounter your love. fresh on us. We need your presence. Your kingdom come. Your will be done here as in heaven. Spirit of God for fresh on
Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. The Spirit of the Lord is here. A miracle can happen now. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around. The Spirit of the Lord is with your love your love surrounds us you're the reason we came to encounter your love your love surrounds us overflow in this place fill our hearts with your love your love surrounds us. You're the reason we came to encounter your love. Your love surrounds us. Your 
voice with heaven singing worthy Lord of all Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Father, for your presence. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your healing power that, that's at work in our hearts and in our physical bodies. We give you glory. You are Lord of all. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And we welcome you in this place. Thank you, Father. Amen. And thank you, worship team. Well, welcome, everybody. We're kind of a small, intimate group. Zachary, if you wanted to come over and join us, you'd be quite welcome. There's a... Uh, you could, you could join our family right up front. This is all family. Hmm. Um, Pastor, uh, Pastor Steve is on holidays, so, so I'm, uh, I'm filling in today. Um, Frank, could you, catch, could you catch these lights here, please? I'm not sure if I can turn them on from the front. Per oh, perfect. Oh, thanks, John. Jonathan's got them. Frank, John, anyway, thank you. Lights are on. <laughs> um, we, um, you know what, I, do we want to do offering? Do we want to pass the plate, or can, can we just leave it at the back of the church there? I think we could probably just leave it on the, there, there's offering plates on the, um, on that little counter at the back. And uh, so if anybody has offering to give, we'll just let you, uh, let you drop it there. Um, we're kind of a little, we're going to be fairly informal. Um, we, um, oh, announcements. Uh, probably the one announcement I should make is um, we've got family reunion happening on September 16th. And... Um, so we're going to have a, a barbecue. If the weather is good, we're, we're going to have some games outside. If not, we're going to have games inside. Um, what else? If you're looking for, uh, well, I probably will hit you up for flipping burgers or for, for something along the way here, whoever's going to be here. Um, first of all, 
welcome everybody, I guess. I should have gone back to that. Pastor Dallas and Heather are here, so welcome. It's really neat to have you guys. And, uh, and Tammy and, and uh, Mike, we welcome. Haven't seen you guys for a while, but welcome back. Um, Pastor Steve asked if I would, uh, if I'd bring this message here a while ago. And um, the, um, I, start, I said, yes, I will. I didn't really have a message, but I thought the Lord will give me one. And, uh, and so I started to, uh, started to collect some information. And uh, um, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, and, and then um, yesterday I, I thought, well, I'm going to take the day and, and pull this together. And I, and I worked on it, I bet you, eight hours, and I just kept going around and around in circles, and I, it, nothing seemed to, to really um, um, come together. I couldn't make it flow. And, um, and so, so the Lord, partway through, I, I asked the Lord, I said, I said what, what am I supposed to be doing here? And, uh, and he said, um, bring the block of wood. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig out this block of wood, and um, I'll, um, I'll do some explaining a little bit later. So it's kind of interesting that Pastor Dallas is here too. I'll fill you guys in in a while. Um, the uh, oh, about about a week ago, we were um, we were in uh, in the office here. Uh, Penny it was a Friday. Penny was was at work, and and I'd come in to do a bit of uh, a few things, and uh, and Pastor Steve was in talking with uh, with Penny, and uh, and church broke out. It was really cool. We kind of started to share our hearts and wasn't long before tears were flowing and uh, and uh, Pastor Steve ministered to me and then Penny and I ministered to him and uh, it, it was church it was uh, it was cool and uh, the message that I felt I was was to work on and maybe I will grab some I I don't think I'm supposed to use notes but I, I'll see here um, I, I felt it was on unity um, the the Lord, and kind of interesting, you know. Um, that's what what Caleb was was on Caleb's heart this morning was unity, family. Um, the Lord has a call on this body. Would everybody agree? Um, what are some of the purposes that that you feel that the Lord has for this this body, this church? I, I would like input here if you, if you guys would. I jotted a couple things down, but um, what, what's this church to be? A lighthouse. Okay. I, I know there's a list, you know, of the things that, that we're to be. Um, and um, one of them, one of the first ones that comes to mind to me is, is we're to be a place of healing. Uh, this was to be a hospital. Uh, a place for, for people to get healthy. And, and look at the testimonies this morning. Rose shared um, 
that, that this has become family. Uh, the Lord ministered to your heart. Uh, don't let me put words in your mouth, but the Lord uh, ministered to your heart through, um, through this, this body. Um, uh, Jane received physical healing. And, um, and now what did you, s I don't know if you said you've received healing in your soul as well, or in your heart, or... presence of the Lord is here, and, and he was ministering to your spirit. Yes? Neat. Neat. Vijay has, uh, has commented that uh, the Lord has ministered to, to his heart, um, or that, that he, you feel love when you, um, again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but, but you, you said that uh, you just feel loved when you're here. Um, so hospital, uh, place of healing, lighthouse, anybody else have other ideas? Frank? A place of rest, a sanctuary. Right, right. That's kind of cool. That just brings me to mind Chelsea's name. Chelsea, um, Chelsea Penny, what is that? It's a harbor, a port, a safe, safe haven, haven. And um, so the, the Lord... Um, what else? Oh, a gateway, uh, a gateway church was one of the things that I had jotted down. Um, we, uh, that we've seen ministries released through this, and I, uh, through this body of believers, and uh, and I believe there's more of that to, to happen, that's coming. Um, this is a place where we seek the glory of the Lord. Um, we don't want to be just another um, body of believers that are carrying out religious duties. Like, we really want to see God's glory come down and change Vegreville, change our hearts and change Vegreville. And, um, and it, it seems that we, um, we often, um, we, we've got a term, phrase, you know, we're going around the mountain again. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, it has been spoken that, that Vegreville has chosen a, a hard path. Um, I, um, I have to confess that e even as I, uh, even as I trying to prepare this, the Lord was saying, um, I, I would come up with scripture that I felt was, was appropriate. And, uh, and the Lord was, uh, I was wrestling between, between leading and because we have a shepherd, and, and, we, and the shepherd, the sheep know his voice, and, um, and they follow him. And, uh, and I was wrestling. I, I just felt at times I was slipping into driving, like the, these scriptures were uh, that I was going to use them as, as to drive rather than to lead. And, and so, so I, I kept hearing the Lord say, Hammer, 
that's a hammer, that's a hammer. Um, so I, I was wrestling back and forth with this, and I was really even struggling with telling you that. Um, but I just felt this morning, th this morning I ended up, we, we just got here at like 10 o'clock or a little bit later, and, and part of that was we, um, Penny and I ended up getting cattle again this year. I haven't had cattle for a long time, and, um, and so for years. And, and so I enjoyed having them around, but it's created a lot of work. And then one of our neighbors just put cattle into a pasture here a month ago, and uh, one got out. Now, it was out on Friday. A calf was out. And I said, ah, Penny told me, and I said, I wouldn't worry about it. It'll, go, it'll find its way back in. But instead, Mama found her way out to the calf. And so they're both out yesterday. So I phoned. I've got the, the owner's phone number. He's down at Vermilion. And so I just phoned him and let him know. And, uh, and so he came down this morning, and, and we ended up, uh, I ended up running around for about an hour with him trying to help him get this cow back in. And finally, I said, no, I've, I've got to go. Um, but, but in that part of that process, when, when he finally, because um, we were looking for her to begin with, and when he finally found her, he used a quad, and, um, and he tried driving her back to, um, back to the gate where they wanted to put her in. Well, she was out by herself already. She's a little bit spooky, and um, people that know, and, oh, yeah, and her name is Spook. <laughs> but uh, she, um, he, he got her wound up, and then there was no way she was going in, uh, in that gate back into her pasture. So she ended up coming back. I was feeding my calves. And, and it was kind of interesting. This is, uh, I'm going to share a little bit there, too. Uh, and it's to do with the leading and the driving. Um, I picked up a bunch of young feeders. Uh, most of them would have been born out in pasture, so they never saw people. And, um, and so what happens, like if they're around people when they're first born, they kind of get to know you. You're not a stranger, and, and they're not afraid of you. But when they're born out in pasture, they don't see a person until, until roundup time, and then they're forced into a truck, and they're weaned from their mothers, and, and, and then run off to an auction. And, and, uh, and so they're, they're not... Wh when these calves, some of them got home in February, I got them, um, I was afraid to put them out anywhere except into the corral where they were going to stay because I didn't think I was going to be able to get them there. And so we, we turned them loose, and some of them just hit the far end of the corral. And when I would step foot in the corral, that's where they were, like over farther away than the, than the corner of the kitchen there. And, uh, but as I got feeding them, they, uh, they started, to, uh, started to come in closer and closer. And, and, um, and, and finally, some of these wild ones, um, I have a, like a round feeder, a, a tractor tire I cut and made a feed trough out of. And um, so the other side of the tire is where Penny is. And, and she, would s she would come up, the wildest one would come up about gradually, about maybe where Jane was, if I was on the far side of the tire. And then gradually she got so she would come in, and, and she still keeps her birth from me a long ways, but, but uh, she's pretty scared. Now, <coughs> what I, I'm taking a little time here, and, and I'm not following notes, so I'm hoping the Lord... <laughs> you know what? I didn't pray. Just one sec here. <laughs> Father... We, we ask that your word would come forth. And Lord, I'm just trusting you. You've laid this message on my heart. And, uh, and Lord, I ask that your words would come out, not mine, but, but yours. And that your heart for your people would be revealed. And your purpose and your heart for this body of believers would be revealed. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. I, I, uh, I don't want to get sidetracked too far here. Um, <clears throat> 
the Lord, Lord asked Peter, when he reinstated Peter, he, he asked him three times to feed his sheep. Um, he didn't say anything about driving them. You know, uh, he, he, said, he said, feed them. Uh, take care of my, uh, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. And, um, and where there's food, the, the animals will, will come. And the same with people, where they're being fed, they, they will come. Um, so I, I saw it again this morning, you know, how, how you can call. Like, I can now call my cattle out, out in the pasture. There's, uh, most of them are young ones. And, and I can call them from half a mile away, and they come running because they know they're going to get fed. And uh, actually, I call them come back, come back, because they were little ones. I wouldn't say in the soul bus. I do a little of that too. But, but anyway, um, so, so back to this body of believers. We, God's got a call on us. And, um, and so, and I felt it's to get, we've gone around the mountain, it seems like a number of times. And, and so, so how, how are we going to get to the place where the Lord wants us to, uh, to minister to the public here, to minister to Vegreville? There, there's a lot of hurting hearts. There's hurting hearts here, and, but there's hurting hearts in Vegreville and w- wounded people who, who really need the Lord. And so, so how are we going to accomplish that? Anybody got some ideas? Number one, I'm going to throw out there, we're not going to do it on our own. It's, it's the Lord. It's the Lord's work, and, and he has to do it. And, uh, and we have an enemy who, who is resisting us. And um, so some of the scripture that came to mind, and, and I'm going to just try and quote it here without, unless I'm feeling the Lord's asking me to look something up. But e- Ephesians, um, Ephesians 6.12 says, Our enemy, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. So, so number one, our enemy is never flesh and blood. But he does work through us, right? He, he works through, through some of our hurts to, to hurt other people. And um, so if we... Um, uh, I should have used my notes here. If, if we want to accomplish the work that the Lord has for us here, we have to come together. We, um, and, and I am going to look, read... Uh, a scripture here from uh, Psalm 133. Uh, Johnny, did you manage to find Ephesians 4.3? If, if you could pull that one up too, please. Um, so make every effort to keep yourself united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. Um, some of the some of the translations will say um, um, uh, in the bond of peace, um, but where um, I, I'm just going to uh, I'm going to slip to to Psalm one thirty three here, and you know what I'm going to have to pull my glasses out I think which I didn't do. Excuse me a sec.
I kept it thinking that I'm going to use it sometime for, uh, for uh, in a youth group or something like that as a message. But, uh, but the Lord asked me to bring it. And, and actually, when, when we had church, what, what first sparked me was uh, when Steve and Penny and I had church in the office there on that Friday a week ago, um, the Lord brought to mind this piece of wood. And then, and then when I'm trying to put this message together, he said, um, he said the block of wood. And, uh, and I'm thinking, okay, um, Lord, I can use that in this message because I kind of, it was on the periphery, but I kind of forgot about it. Okay, well, I'll, and, and then, but, I, but as things, I struggled for another four hours or five hours and wasn't getting the message together. And then he, uh, and then, and then it finally I decided, okay, Lord, I, I got to let this go because I had to go out and feed my cattle and do some work with them. So uh, anyway, I, I will get more, give you more information on that. Okay, so Psalm 133 is the, uh, it's a song of a sense of David. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like precious oil upon the head, coming down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, coming down upon the edge of his robes. It's like the dew of Hermon, coming down upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forever. And, and what struck me in that is the Lord commanded the blessing. Um, and, and, it's, and the reason he commanded the blessing is because brethren were dwelling together in unity. And um, so for this church to move forward and, and be the hands and feet of Christ to the community, we, we've got to work together. We've got to um, pull together. And, um, and the enemy isn't flesh and blood. Um, it's principalities, it's powers, it's the rulers of the darkness of this age, it's um, spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So we know it's the, the enemy is, um, is satanic. It's not, it's not us. And, uh, but the enemy tries to keep us in disunity by, uh, by coming at one another. And... Um, Now, now I'm going to, boy, I don't know whether I'm, when the Lord, some of the testimony we heard this morning here was we, we came in, we felt the presence of God, we, we got healing, we, we developed friendship, family. When Penny and I got here in, I think, 95, that, that's, it was like, um, uh, we kind of call it was the honeymoon phase. The, this church was, there was such a neat fellowship um, there was uh, morning and evening service services. There was uh, often people would stick back and and uh, have fellowship. Um, I think Martha and Frank might have both been. The, was it the Prairie Muffins? What did you guys call yourselves? And, and that was just so cool. You know, there were some uh, some artistic individuals who uh, who would get dressed up and, uh, and and it was a lot of fun. And uh, and Penny and I were ministered to just the same way as some of you people have testified to this morning. And, um, and then at one point, we'd been here maybe three or four years. I was up here at the altar, right, right about where the piano is, kneeling. And, uh, and a gentleman, and I just was crying out to the Lord, and a gentleman come up beside me, and he laid his hand on me, and he said, stand. And, and he repeated that um, about ten times, and quite loud, uh, 
at times, and then he kind of quieted down again. And I, and I, I was for a minute, I'm thinking, well, maybe he's telling me to stand up. But I, but I, and I thought, no, this is the Lord is telling me to stand. And, um, and so uh, I, I think at that point, the Lord lifted the greenhouse, uh, or just shortly after that, the Lord kind of lifted the greenhouse because he had, he had brought us in here. We were hurting. We, we received ministry. We, uh, we got some healing. Uh, and then the Lord said, now it's time to, um, time to start uh, facing some of the elements that you're going you're gonna to be coming up against, which is the, the enemy, the real enemy that we're going to come against. And uh, the way he came was not how you expected. Like, I mean, he didn't come with a sword and a spear. He didn't come in with terror in the middle of the night. It came through hurt from, from people within the church. And, um, and, and at that point, I... Um, I kind of, I reeled a bit. Um, we, we kept hanging in there and hanging in there. But, but really, I started to protect my heart then. My, my heart wasn't, wasn't left open and tender anymore. I started to cover my heart because I felt I had to to, to protect my heart from hurt. And, um, and so, which is in a sense, it, it, essentially that's hardening your heart. And uh, so you harden your heart. It protects you against hurt against other people, but it also prevents the Lord from getting through to you as well. And... Uh, there was, um, the Lord had, around that time, too, the Lord had brought to mind a, a few other things. Um, uh, actually, in Ephesians 6, if you go a little past verse 12, the Lord says, stand, uh, stand firm then, and, and put on the armor of God and stand. And then uh, the Lord was taking my attention back to, um, to 1 Chronicles 12, um, verses, uh, and I'm going to look that up, too. Well, no, I don't think I have to. The, it was a time when King David was being brought into, um, into uh, the kingship of, of Israel. He, he had been the, all of Israel gathered around him. And it talk, there's a place where it talks about the soldiers. And um, there was, from every tribe, there was uh, 6,800 soldiers um, from one tribe, 7,100 from the other, uh, 20,800 uh, 20, from another, 50,000. And, uh, and there was 40,000, and there was 120,000. And these were described as men of war. These were soldiers from the tribes, from the different tribes of Israel. And, uh, and they, were, they could all um, keep arms, and they could... What, what struck me in this passage of Scripture was they could hold rank. They could hold battle formation. So... I believe what the Lord was, was instructing me back then, and, and, and I think what the Lord would say now, if we want to stand here and, and, uh, and be able to stand against the enemy, we have to be able to hold rank. We have to be able to hold formation, battle formation. And uh, that battle formation is, um, back then, was, um, and, and I'm, not, I'm not a soldier, um, was never in the army, but, but from, from what I can understand you had a, you held a line and and you 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 held that line so that the enemy couldn't get in behind you because if he could get in behind you then he could come because you're all protected from the front but uh, but if he can slip in behind he can cause serious damage and so you had to be able to hold your rank you had to be able to hold your line so that you're secure and, and I just felt the Lord saying we need to this has to be a safe haven in here. So we have to be able to hold rank and to be able to uh, keep the enemy out of, uh, of this body of believers so that, 
so that we could be the, the place of healing, the sanctuary, the, um, the, the hands and feet of Jesus to this community. And uh, so, so I'm going to just flip to this, um, to this piece of wood now. So h- how many people here have split wood? Okay, four of you. Okay. So take a look at this piece of wood. We were supposed to go down to Saskatoon, and my septic tank had piled up, and uh, and so I was <laughs> I was working on that septic tank, and I was working at Atco, so I only had Saturdays to work, and uh, and that particular Saturday morning, I was planning. I was Dylan was at home, and and I was really looking forward to his help to getting the septic tank done, and then Penny uh, announced to me. Uh, in the first thing in the morning, her and Dylan are getting dressed up, and they're obviously headed to town. Well, she had made a, an appointment for Dylan to get his hair cut, and, uh, and I didn't realize that, and so I was mad, <laughs> and, and so I'm trying to get all this work done, and I, uh, I, I thought, things are not going really good here, so I'm going to go over and spend some time on that piece of wood, and so I was just wailing on it, and I, I don't know, I, I was so played out, and, and, but I was just taking out my anger on this chunk of wood. And, and as I'm splitting, trying to split this thing, I, I'm talking to the Lord, too, because I'm realizing this anger is not all over Penny, over Dylan, and uh, taking, uh, Penny taking Dylan to, to town for a haircut. You know, there's, it's something to do with my heart. And, um, and so, um, so I'm asking the Lord. And, and so he's not saying anything about, you know, what well, the hurt's in me. He just said, he says, turn the wood over. And, um, and I, I'm thinking, that's stupid. Like, that's... 
I didn't realize it was him really saying it at that point, I don't think, but it occurred to me to flip it over. And so, so I'm trying again and just wailing, and I'm pretty well played out, you know, by the time I've hit it, um, I don't know, 50, 70 times, something like that. And so finally about the third time that I heard turn it over, I did, I turned it over. I just started to cry. I started to weep. And, um, and when, uh, when we were in the, the office with Pastor Steve, you know, I just for no reason, tears started to come because I was just sharing my heart. Um, I said, we need relationship. For, for, this, for this church to go ahead, we need relationship. We need family. Um, what the Lord is just really creating here this morning. And um, and so the, I, I just believe the enemy works through hidden wounds. We all have wounds in our spirits, in our souls, that, that we don't even know are there. But the enemy knows they're there. He's, he's the one that helped put it there. Um, whether working through our dad, through, um, through a friend, through whatever, he, he's the one that helped inflict that wound. And so... To keep us from coming together, he will, he will just stick a needle into that wound. He knows where it is. He knows how to find where that, where that is, even though we've got it all covered up and other people maybe don't see it. We don't know what's even there at times. And, um, and so he uses that to, uh, to continue to, um, to create havoc. I know um, I don't know if anybody else is the experiences the same thing as me. Sometimes I'll be going along, and you know, usually I'm too busy or or something like that. And all of a sudden, like like it's just like I get blindsided, and I'm extremely angry. And anger usually is we're angry because we're hurt, or sometimes because we're not getting our way, and that's that's control. And uh, control generally, for in my life, in my experience, comes from. Uh, 
from when I'm fearful, things are out of, I feel are out of my control and, and I'm liable to get hurt or somebody else is liable to get hurt, then you try and control things. And, um, but the, uh, the enemy just manages to, to jab a knife into that wound that still, it's covered over, but it's not healed. It, that wound is still there. And um, this, this body um, has a calling to be healing to, uh, healing to um, not only the people here, but the people of Vegreville and, um, and this, the regions around Vegreville. And the, the only way you can even know that there's a wound there is, uh, is if the Lord reveals it sometimes or else if we are willing to, uh, to be vulnerable and, um, and share that. Um, when, uh, when church broke out on Friday morning there a week ago, I was being vulnerable with Pastor Steve and um, with some of uh, just where I was at, where Penny and I were at, um, some of the, um, some of how uh, the Lord had given me victory in some areas, and um, and it was by uh, even especially if there's fear, uh, if I f I find if there's fear of exposing a weakness or a wound, um, that that's usually the enemy trying to keep you from sharing it, and uh, when you're when you have the courage to share it, I, what I found is it it, it breaks the power of the enemy to use that to hurt you or to, to pull you into, um, into bondage or, or anything else. Um, I don't know exactly how to wrap this up, but I... Um, I think one of the things we have to make up our minds on and, and set our hearts to is, um, is that we will not view our brothers and sisters as, as the enemy um, because, because none of us are. Some of us will act a certain way because we've got hurts. Um, somebody else is acting a different way because they've got hurts and wounds. Um, we're all God's children. We're all his creation. We... Um, we're all treasures uh, in his kingdom. And um, when we, one of, the, one of the tools I think the Lord gives us is, you know, well, I mean, Scripture definitely is, is, is to equip us to, uh, for war, for battle, to hold, the, to hold, our, our, um, hold our rank. Um, if he can, um, if he can cause us to, to break rank, and uh, and and move out of the way and, and start, um, you know, if I say um, and I'm I'm, can I pick on you, VJ? Um, if I uh, if I say well, well VJ, um, you know I uh, I don't I don't really like him. You know I, I kind of think that that he did this. You know or, or or maybe maybe he did something. Maybe I was going to give him a hug and he just turned his back and he walked out the door. You know and uh, so. You know, I kind of it occurs to me that VJ is uh, is a snob. You know, he he wasn't willing to give me a hug. You know, and and if I believe that, you know, the, the enemy loves to set up circumstances that are quite believable, and and they will meet 
they'll agree with the wounds that are in our hearts, that what he'll suggest to us. And, uh, and so, then, so then if I turn around and speak that, first, th first thing you know, somebody else saying, well, yeah, maybe he is, you know, I, I don't know. But then I'm, I'm causing a, uh, a fraction. I'm, 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 I'm driving a wedge between VJ and me and between the rest of the church and VJ. And so I if we're strong enough, when somebody comes at us, even if they're coming at us in anger, if we can back up and instead of reacting, if we can back up and say, um, say, Lord, you know, where is this coming from? Um, how do I handle this situation? And, um, and if we can respond in, in Christ's love, if somebody comes at you in anger, it's usually because they're hurting. And, um, and, and we're not seeing, we're not able to see the wound. He might have that wound, so he or she might have that wound so covered up that nobody knows it's there. But the Lord wants to, the, the, the anger that's coming out is, uh, is uh, evidence that there is some hurting someplace. And um, so if we can take a moment, we're, we're, we're commanded to love one another. Um, the, the world will know you're my disciples by your love for one another. Uh, if we can uh, take every thought captive, is, is one of the ones the Lord has, has given me, um, and bring it to the obedience of Christ. Now, does this, does this thought that, that just occurred to me, does that line up with what Scripture says about me, about, uh, about whoever we're having an issue with, uh, about your church? If it doesn't line up, if it's, if it's not lining up with God's Word, then reject it. And, and that doesn't always go out easy. It seems like the Lord will release, um, like he, when He lifts the greenhouse off, he allows the enemy to come at us pretty hard, and uh, and I've I've different times have uh, have over a period of several days just keep saying, Lord, I, I reject that thought, um, I uh, you know bind up the enemy, do whatever, and uh, but eventually uh, he will he will remove the enemy, um, he will he will remove that attack from us, because it's we we can't resist the attack of the enemy in a, in our own strength. It's, uh, it's as we humble ourselves before the Lord and, uh, and cry out to Him because uh, I'm, I'm perfectly imperfect myself. I, I'm, and we all are. No, nobody, um, nobody here is perfect. But the Lord, the Lord has a call on us and uh, that part of that call is family. Um, I'm just going to kind of wind up with... Uh, with something out of Hosea, and, and I know I've shared some of this before, so um, uh, bear with me if you've heard this before. But the story of Hosea, who, who's familiar with it? Hosea was asked to, uh, to marry a, um, a woman from harlotry, from harlotry, and, um, and, and the reason that God asked him to do that was so that he would be able to relate to, to how God... Um, Christ, we're, we're to be the bride. We're to be a pure bride. And Christ is our husband. And, uh, and God, God is, is our father, but he's our husband too. And, uh, and he loved Israel with a jealous love. He wanted to protect her. He wanted to bless her. But she kept turning away from him. And uh, um, I'm wondering if I should... 
years ago, so, so I've given you the picture here, the, the, the lowdown of where, um, of why God asked Hosea to, to, to marry a woman, uh, take a wife from, from harlotry. And um, so that he would be able to relate with the pain and the suffering that God feels when we turn away from him. And, uh, and so uh, I, my, my New King James Bible has a, has a, a footnote here that I want to read. It really ministered to me, and, and I think it's one of the tools that we use to overcome the enemy, to, uh, to help heal, bring healing, and, uh, and, and restore relationship. Um, forgiveness can save and transform a marriage. Now, Hosea, when he married um, Gomer, I believe was her name, they, they had two or three children together, and then she left him, and she went back to harlotry. And, and so God asked him to go and, uh, and buy her back out. You know, how he did that, I don't know whether he went to, whether somebody had owned her or, or whether, whatever. Anyway, he went and he bought, he paid for her to bring her back out of, out of harlotry. And, um, and God had did that over and over again for the Israelites. And, uh, and so um, in order to do that, I mean, Hosea had to, had to overcome the pain in his heart over the rejection, the hurt, the humiliation that he felt, he had to push past that, forgive her, and go and redeem her again, bring her out. And, um, and so uh, the footnotes here, I'm just going to read them. Forgiveness can save and transform a marriage. And, uh, and I'm going to say the same thing for family. I mean, this is family, to restore family. Uh, God describes his suffering the pain and humiliation of Israel's unfaithfulness and obedience and in obedience to God Hosea suffers the same pain and humiliation of his own wife's unfaithfulness but God shows him how the marriage can be saved through suffering and forgiveness this is one of the most profound revelations about marriage found in scripture successful marriage is not a business of perfect people living perfectly by perfect principles. Rather, marriage is a state where very imperfect people often hurt and humiliate one another, yet find the grace to extend forgiveness to one another and so allow the redemptive power of God to transform their marriage. God established marriage. He established family. That, that's his heart. And, and his heart is, is for, for us as individuals' families, for us as a corporate family, for his people throughout the world. And um, I guess my challenge is if we, if we receive hurt, can we, uh, can we take those... If something's occurring to you, if thoughts are occurring to you and on, on, on that hurt, I mean, first of all, respond with forgiveness, respond with love, and, and, and I'm going to be the first one to admit that that's not my, that's not my reaction, that's not my default. My, my first reaction usually is anger, and, and I want to lash out back. And, uh, and the Lord is challenging me to grow in that area. Um, if, we, um, if we can respond in love, in humility, 
in, um, in forgiveness and, and allow the Lord to, uh, to redeem the, the relationships in this body. I, um, I believe the Lord wants to do an incredible work here. I, I think it's, it's beyond. I mean, w- when, you, when you start taking some of the prophecy, the scripture and the things that have been prophesied over this body of believers, the Lord wants to do a work. And, uh, and, and he will do it. <clears throat> Our job is to, is to humble ourselves before the Lord. Um, take the thoughts captive that, that want to cause division. Fight for unity. Fight to hold rank to protect our brothers and sisters. Um, another thing that just come to mind, uh, I'm thinking the Lord maybe wants me to say it, Noah, when he, uh, when he got off the ark, he planted a vineyard. And, uh, and it says that he, uh, he, he got drunk on the wine that he made from that. And he laid naked. He fell asleep laying naked. And, um, and one of his sons came and saw him naked. And, and he went and he told his brothers, his brothers, they, they took a cape and they, they went backwards. One had one side, one the other side, and they backed in and covered their dad. When uh, it covered his nakedness, covered his, his shame. If we will take that approach, if we will cover one another and love one another, the, that the enemy that wants to divide... Um, he wants to come between us and, and separate. Um, he won't be allowed to do that. I, I don't know how long it'll take. Um, I don't know what it'll take. But when we, when we all decide that we're not going to, um, not going to allow the enemy to bring division, that, that we're going to love our, our brothers and sisters in Christ, um, the Lord's going to release, um, release us to, to minister to Vegarville because Vegarville's got a lot of hurting people. I, I worked with some of them. I, um, I know some of them. I do Bible study with some of them. And, uh, and the Lord's heart is, is to have a healthy Vegreville. Um, that, that drugs and... Um, um, Gregory shared here a while ago what um, the drug house across the road from where he lives. He's pretty sure that they stole his welder. And, um, and he, he was extending forgiveness to them and praying that the Lord would heal their hearts. If, if we can develop that kind of attitude toward one another and, uh, and toward this community. I think we're, it's going to blow our minds where the Lord's going to take us. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up. And if there, is, if there is somebody here who can relate to those wounds that sometimes maybe you don't even know where they're at and you want prayer, we, uh, I would just invite, invite you to come to the front. We'll, um, we'll, I think there's anointing oil up here. We will uh, we will take time and pray um, for you, uh, Chrissy and um, and Caleb. Can I get you guys to come back to just play something? And Father, we thank you. We praise you for your heart for us. Father, you want us whole. You want us healthy. You want us to walk in love to one another toward one another and, and to, uh, to cover one another's back. Lord, we, uh, we know we can't do that in our own strength. Father, we ask that you would come. Father, pour out your spirit on us. We confess we, none, of us are, none of us are good, none of us are perfect, none of us 
have the answer. None of us have all the gifts or are able to, um, to accomplish what you want accomplished here in this, in this body of believers and in this community. And Father, we, uh, we ask that you would empower us to, uh, to protect one another, to, uh, to love one another, to, uh, to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to be your heartbeat in, uh, toward one another and, and in this community. And we thank you and praise you, Father. We know that that's your desire more than it's ours. It's your desire to bless and to pour out blessing and... and um, I don't know what, how to put it, but Lord, you want to give us life and life more abundant in Christ. And we thank you and praise you for your heart for us. Your heart that's gone out and redeemed us as, we, as we've gotten ourselves into trouble, as we've gone astray. You're the good shepherd who, uh, who calls his people and feeds them. Thank you, Father. We ask that you would minister to our hearts and that you would set us on the path that you want us to be on. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Now, there is, there is cake. It is our birthday celebration Sunday. And uh, so if anybody wants prayer... We would be happy to, uh, to minister to them. And um, I would invite, um, invite you to come to the front. And if you want to go and, and, uh, and have cake and coffee, that's great too. And we'll come and join you. You're dismissed. <laughs>